Time to wake Time up. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You are tuned into His Hardline. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families. Followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation. Once again. That enemy has crossed that line for the last time. So patriots, assemble. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you all here. Good evening, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the hosts and they are the ones at the wheel and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. It is Tuesday, January 31st, last day of January in this 2023. Glad to have you all here. And so today we have episode 429, and what I decided to kind of do, I wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit, not really switch it up, but kind of get back to basics a little bit, because um, I feel like I've been kind of covering things that are kind of, but not related, kind of, but not kind of, you know, related to assembly stuff. And I feel like this is very important. And so what I wanted to do is actually go over the handbook. You can find it on national-assembly.net. And if you go to resources, there is, um, you go all the way down it and it says handbook and you click on that. And it's a handbook that tells us that it, it instructs us how to go from a de facto government to a de jure of becoming self-governing of we the people. And it's a handbook for the restoration of the peaceful sovereign states of America. Now this handbook was compiled by folks from several states as a guideline to achieve the restoration of the Republic originally known as the United States of America. And of course, United is lowercase, by the way, because that is very important. And so um, we are going to kind of go over a few parts of that. Now, this may take a few times. We might, you know, do this, you know, we'll read a section, you know, a few sections here on one episode, and then we'll come back to this now maybe a couple episodes down the road. You know what I mean? So, um, or maybe, I don't know, I'll leave it up to you guys. We could possibly, I could just do like I did with the, uh, with the uh, 2000-25 war manual, you know, the that, that was released by the War Department and just do it straight through. But, you know, um, 
I think maybe doing it maybe every other might be a good a good way of doing it. But before we get started, just wanted to just say um, I, I, I want to ask you guys a little favor. If you could share this podcast far and wide, I haven't really said that enough, but we have reached our 50,000 downloads over here. Actually, as of a day or two ago, we, in fact, I think we're at like 50,500 or something like that. So thank you for that. That is really awesome. This show has grown in in a way that I really honestly never thought it would. I mean, honestly, to sit here and see almost, you know, 400 subscribers. It's weird. Podbean gives me two different numbers. They give me, uh, shows like almost 400. And then there's another number. It shows like almost 480. It's really weird. I have no idea why it does that, but it's on my, you know, my own personal Podbean, you know, platform that I see on my phone, really goofy. But, uh, I do want to say thank you for that. But if you could please share this far and wide, you know, send, you can, you can copy the, the link and you can send it to people. When you see it on Telegram, you can, you know, forward it to people on Telegram, Facebook, Instagram, however you see fit. But I need your help because I want to make sure we can get this podcast as being one of the most popular forms, uh, one of the most popular platforms that people can come to, to get the four basic foundations, the four basic pillars here of, of how we restore, you know, restore freedom and sovereignty. But first it starts with God. And then, of course, we need to keep up our body temples. So we need to make sure we maintain proper health. We need to fortify the families, especially our marriages. There's a lot of couples out there, a lot of families that Satan's trying to infiltrate and break up. And when you have a strong family, then and only then can we have a strong republic, a strong country of which we can have God centered at the heart and the core of that country. And that's basically really in a nutshell, how we return to sovereignty and self-governing ourselves and getting back to freedom. Think about the word freedom for a second. Free, dom, dominion, dom. This is our dominion. This is our land. And those people in D.C. are our servants. Not the other way around. We are not their subjects. So I felt that that was very important that we go over this, this manual, this, this handbook. It's not very long, but it's important. And of course, just a little side, side note, a little sidebar here. I'm like looking at the gateway pundit, I guess, apparently Zelensky sent out government decree to destroy all information on Hunter Biden's metabiota company on the same day as a russian invasion and then of course we see a fire that was spotted outside of an intel headquarters that's very interesting yeah so you know that's the kind of lunacy that, that we're talking about you know if we expect that lunacy to go away and to stop this corruption from continuing on we need to get our original jurisdiction back folks it's very important so that's why i thought it was very important that we need to touch on this manual this handbook and so when you click on it, and again, you can, if you want to read along, you can. It's national-assembly.net, and you can click on the resources tab and go down to the handbook. Click on that, and it'll take you to like a table of contents. And so you got your pref, you know, your preface, <clears throat> which I clicked on it, and for some reason it says category not found. But um, same thing with authority documents. But I believe, let's see, nation states project. Let's click on that. So we're just going to go down. So I'm just going to read this a little bit here. So the nation, the nation states project was initiated by the Pennsylvania assembly 
when they were when they filed a package of documents and official notice with the Permanent Bureau Hague Conference on Private International Law. And boy, I can't even pronounce this word. Schenevingsweg 6, the Hague 2517. So their action was noticed by another group who invited folks to a phone conference and assisted as many states as possible in duplicating the document package and notification. Now, the completed packets were sent to the Pennsylvania folks who gathered them together and had them delivered to the address above. Now, this project was accomplished and completed with relative swiftness in 2012. Now, the next step to this was seeding the body politic. Now, with all the states on the same page, more or less, it was now time to take the next step, i.e., to organize each state by seeding that state's body politic and reclaiming their Republican form of government. Now, time is important and time is short, but time is not to be considered. I'm going to pause there for a second. This is one of the reasons why I chose that soundbite from President Donald John Trump on my intro, because he says that in my intro. History is watching us. And we don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion. Well, what occasion would that be, folks? That occasion would be returning back to self-governance. He's talking about we, the people, forming and coming together in our assembly of states. Now, continuing on, now the reassembly of our nation can happen and we can all work together to accomplish the reclaiming of our nation, but but it can only happen with one, each state working to reassemble their own state, that's number one, and number two, then committing to the action step of reseeding their national body politic. That would be the rightful, proper Continental Congress. Now, these actions can be defined and completed with the assistance of each state working together with the focus on reassembling the republic form of governance in each state. And that's precisely, and, and, and that's precisely what Paul and a gentleman by the name of Joe Fry from Michigan, that's precisely what they do. Destry, when he can step away from work and come down to the lower 48 from Alaska, that's what he helps other states do. He helped Oregon. He helped Hawaii. Now, as we go to the next section in this table of contents of the handbook, it's the notice for the Hague. Now, this was the public notice for the Hague. It reads, we the people, the live, breathing flesh and blood men and women of the several nation states on the continent of North America, known as the United States of America, hereby declare and give notice to the world herewith that we have assembled in our individual states and given notice that by our authority of jural assembly in each state, having ratified a sovereign constitution for its own governance, declaring its own civil authority of independence, freedom, and every power, jurisdiction, and right which is not expressly delegated to the United States in honorable Congress assembled by the will of the people. We have assembled as a majority of the states with the purpose to return our nation to its original design according to the true belief 
and intention of the free people under the Articles of Confederation, the original Constitution for the United for the United States of America, the Declaration of Independence, the Northwest Ordinance, and the Bill of Rights, whereby we are a nation by the people, for the people, and of the people. Now, these nation states assembled as a majority of the states hereby give notice that we mandate our right of civil authority to reclaim our freedom of governance from all usurpation of our common laws, structure so as to eliminate forevermore the existence of federal, state, and local corporate entities in any position impersonating the original sovereign structure of government. Did you hear that? To eliminate forevermore the existence of federal, state, and local corporate entities in any position impersonating the original sovereign structure of government. That's right, folks. These people in D.C. are actors sitting in our seats in the people's house. Those are our seats. And that's why we need to reassemble so we can reseat those seats. Continuing, now the nation states assembled as a majority of the states give notice we intend to disavow any national afflic, uh, affiliations with the IMF, World Bank, United Nations, Federal Reserve, and all other such organizations, as well as encumbrances and claims associated with the corporate United States, which were never created, sanctioned, or authorized according to the will of the people of the United States of America. Now, the assembly of the majority of the nation states of the United States of America, including a quorum of the original 13 states in union, as empowered in Article 11 of the Articles of Confederation, do also hereby agree to the admission of, lay claim to, and empower all states not having completed documentation of notice for inclusion in this notice document to be included nonetheless, either as a nation states as nation states in union pending completion of documentation or as developing territories unless specifically or individually declined by them all right so that is the notice that was put forward to the hague now as we go further along in the table of contents of this. Now, let me let me pause here for a second and let you guys know. AVR, Anna Von Reitz, I think it was her, someone over there in the state national side of things that are trying to screw people over and doing this status correction, they have taken this handbook and they've bastardized it and then they've added to it. So, of course, and then they added to it, they packaged it up and now they have it for sale on Amazon. And so they take something that's offered already for free. Think about this for a second. They took something that was already offered for free because it belongs to the people. They took it, they repackaged it, added some pages to it, lied through their teeth on those pages, repackaged it, and put it on up for sale on Amazon to make a quick profit, saying this is the handbook on how to reassemble your states. 
But guess what, folks? They took some important information out of there while they added a bunch of fluffy nonsense bullcrap. Again, if they're charging money for it, run. If you are being asked to pay $450 to go to a Bobby Lawrence and David Strait event and bring your passport, we're going to void it out and we're going to make your own, we're going to make that passport whatever we want, run. It's not legit. Just FYI. Next part on this, uh, table of contents of this handbook. And again, the reason I'm reading this folks is, is this is very important because I know a lot of you don't have time to read, but you guys have a very open and, and expressed interest in the assembly. So I try to take these, this information in these documents and put it in audible format. So you guys can at least listen to it in somewhat of a structured format on your phone. Cause I get it. Time is tough for a lot of people. Now, as we look at the open letter and public notice, this was the open letter and public notice that was released on October 8th of 2013. It says, now I've read this before, but I'm going to read it again. Now it reads, to the following, the U.S. military, the Pentagon Joint Chiefs, Flag officers, provost marshal, inspector general, and office of management and budget, U.S. corporation and its agents and actors, an act of giving public notice. We, the people who are the civilian authority with the superior lawful standing over the U.S. corporation equals United States corporation and authority over the U.S. military acting under the original jurisdiction of the United States Constitution, 1789, Bill of Rights, 1791, with the original 13th Amendment equals, which removes persons who have accepted an entitlement from holding public office as the United States of America, republic form of government de jure, standing as the true form of government, is proud to announce and notice the following effective immediately. The purpose of the writing of this writing is to add the next piece to the graphical explanation of the relationships between the U.S. corporation to straw man and to us, the living, breathing men and women who occupy the geographical lands of the de jure constitutional government for the United States of America. We want to know that our borders are watched and we are protected when we come and go, either on pleasure or business. We want to make sure we have a roof over our head, good food, not GMO to eat, and the people who represent us at state and federal levels are looking out for us and not their own personal pocketbooks. So we want to disconnect ourselves from the U.S. corporation, both personally, state, and federally, federal-wise. So the questions are many, and what should we be aware of to disconnect? On March 27, 1861, seven southern states walked out of the Union, along with seven, several of the northern states under Sinai, breaking the contract between the Federation and the Union of States excuse me, the Union States. 
and the states seceding from the union were South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, and Texas. This event caused the contract, which consisted of the Articles of Confederation, the Organic Constitution of 1789, and the Bill of Rights 1791, to be breached. Upon breaking this contract, the following happened. The Union of States relationship was suspended, and the United States of America was suspended in its existence. Now, Article 1, legislation was suspended under Parliament Congress, and Congress ceased to exist as a lawful body, and all lawful republic governmental seats were vacant. Little side note, folks, that's what we're trying to return back to so we can maintain, uh, you know, continue on with our self-governance once again and kick out the U.S. corporation. Continuing. Article 2. The executive branch was suspended. Office of president was suspended. Office of the president was vacant. President had no authority to declare war. Now, at this point, the then sitting president had no power, no authority. His position as president was suspended and considered vacant by the de jure republic constitutional government. Now, Article 3. Judicial courts were suspended. Article 3 judicial seats are vacated. Now, on April 15, 1861, President Lincoln executed the first executive order written by any president, which was executive order number one. Executive orders are not a constitutional. However, it is perceived as law by the use of television propagating the deception. And this is not correct. An executive order is the memo method of communicating between departments of a corporation and is not the law of the land. Let's be clear. And so when Congress eventually did reconvene, it was reconvened under the military authority of the commander in chief and not by rules of order for parliamentary bodies or by constitutional law, placing the American people under martial rule ever since the national emergency declared that national emergency declared by President Lincoln. So the Constitution for the United States of America temporarily ceased to be the law of the land. Now, it did not get dissolved. See, a lot of people say, keep saying, oh, we don't have a Constitution that's dissolved. No, it just was suspended. Point blank. Now, the Constitution for the United States of America temporarily ceased to be the law of the land, and the President, Congress, and the courts unlawfully, very key word there, unlawfully presumed that they were free to remake the national government in their own fashion, whereas lawfully, no constitutional provisions were in place which afforded power or authority to enact any of the actions which were taken, which presumed to place the nation under the new form of government, federal government control. So on April 17th, 1861, over the next five weeks, seceding from the Union were the additional states of Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Arkansas, totaling 11 Confederate states. In 1862, the Unlawful Congress redefined the word person as a legal term of art, creating a fictional entity, fictional characterization, straw man, corporate entity, 
the definition of a person equals fictional characterization, which allowed the unlawful Congress to say that you, that, that you can create, you can control. So in 1864, the unlawful Congress redefining the word state to be the district of Columbia, they are setting a pattern for that, that you can create, you can control. In Webster's 1828 Dictionary, the definition for Columbia as a noun in America, the United States, a poetical appellation given in honor of Columbus, the discoverer. Now, furthermore, the definition used today in the U.S. corporation speeches, law, statutes, court system for person equals fictional characterization in state. And District of Columbia are hereby repealed, revoked, and terminated because these words were redefined by an unconstitutional Congress to be used to entrap the living, breathing flesh and blood, man and woman, into debt slavery by the 14th Amendment. And this is spoken by the we the people of the de jure constitutional government for the United States of America. That's right. Of course, it goes through the definition of person, state, and another uh, word, state. We're going to continue on just for the sake of time. If you want to look up the word person and state in the 1828 Noah Webster's Dictionary, please go for it. So it says, as we continue with the... With the aforementioned timeline, the U.S. corporation continues to attack the vacant seats of the de jure constitutional government and its people in the lands by writing executive orders, acts, and treaties created by the U.S. corporation that starts with the Act of 1871. That's the Reconstruction Act. And creating the District of Columbia and defining it as a state while the Union states are redefined as territories under the District of Columbia. The Pan-American Treaty of 1226-1933. The Treaty Series 881 and the International Organization Immunities Act of 129 of 1945. Since all these acts and treaties referenced were created by an unconstitutional government, we the people are ob obligated nor bound, excuse me, we the people are not obligated nor bound by these unconstitutional instruments. That the Pan American Treaty of 1226, 1933, 49 Statute 3097, Treaty Series 8.8.1, a convention on rights and duties of states stated Congress replaced statutes with international law, placing all states under international law. Huh. That the International Organization Immunities Act of 1209-1945, Congress relinquished every public office over to the UN. Wait, what? Yeah. The International Organization Immunities Act allowed Congress which again was an unlawful Congress, but they relinquished every public office over to the United Nations. Well, that certainly should piss you off. And so Congress, or excuse me, local governments up to the president fall, or they fell, not anymore, they fell under UN jurisdiction. Congress gave the UN the right to dictate what laws will be international and gave them the right to tax the states. And that the International Reorganization Rescind Act, Congress put this into form, but they never took action to rescind the act. 
And so fairly recently, an Ohio judge filed suit claiming that Congress did not have the right to relinquish government authority over the U.N., a corporate or foreign country, and that the Congressional Act was a constitutional violation because they didn't put it to the states or the people to agree on it. And so in 2005, the U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear the case. Therefore, all public offices are under U.N. jurisdiction and they are not American citizens. Hmm. Furthermore, the action by the United U.S. Corporation has been fraudulent in representation of the people of the United States of America, as well as taking advantage of minors and the individuals who represent this corporation are not we the people or not we the people's government. And these individuals are by lawful governing consisted, considered to be cons, uh, corporate contractors equals actors who do not represent the political will of the people. We, the people, do hereby declare the U.S. corporation governs nothing since they are nothing more than an unlawful criminal organization. And the U.S. corporation is physically bound to White House equals CEO office and Capitol building equals board of directors office on the land they call the District of Columbia. They have no authority over the people or lands of the United States of America or the District of Columbia. Furthermore, all adhesion contracts are suspended and revoked due to the fraudulent actions by U.S. corporation and banking industry against the living, breathing, flesh and blood men and women of the United States of America. Now, an adhesion contract, some of these examples would be like birth certificate, bond, unbonded paper, social security number, driver's license, marriage license, so on and so forth. Now, furthermore, the Bretton Woods Agreement Act with Association of the U.S. Corporation with the Crown equals Rothschild Banking Cartel, the International Monetary Fund, are foreign entities and therefore an unconstitutional and are suspended and revoked by we the people, the de jure constitutional government for the United States of America. Now, a Bretton Woods Agreement Act, the IMF, the World Bank Group, as amended through PL 112-74, enacted December 23rd of 2011, an act to provide for the participation of the United States in the International Monetary Fund and the International Bank for Reconstruction and Development, be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled. We're going we're gonna to scroll down a little further here because it continues to talk about that because this is a quite the lengthy document here. Now, right here, it says, furthermore, the United Nations has been given direct orders to stand down and to leave the Republic State of New York and the entire geographical lands known as the United States of America. No department of our government shall report to a foreign agency or foreign agent. United Nations failure to comply shows their intent to continue to carry forward the criminal agenda 21 of mass murder of people in the United States of America and the world. It is the duty and obligation of the military to remove these criminal power seekers from our lands. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is occurring through the civil power. Part of that civil power would be the U.S. Marshals. Are you getting the picture? Kurt Pendergrass talks about this on... Monday Night Law. Go back a couple episodes and listen to him. 
we the people now understand that we have been fooled, manipulated, and coerced by a fraudulent acts committed by Abraham Lincoln and the U.S. Corporation through their adhesion contracts for their financial gain. Furthermore, the Pope, on July 11th, an effective September 1, 2013, issued an apostolic letter issued moto proprio of the Supreme Pontiff Francis on the jurisdiction of the judicial authorities of Vatican City, State, and Criminal Matters. Pope Francis' apostolic letter effectively stripped away the immunity of all judges, attorneys, government officials, and all entities established under the Roman Curia since all corporations are established under the Roman Curia and they have their immunity stripped away, including their C-level, executive-level, Office of General Counsel, and significant operational staff. Now, all of these persons can be held accountable for war crimes, crimes against humanity, for the unlawful restrictions of the liberties of the divine spirit incarnate for failure to settle the accounts for continued prosecution of claims already settled, etc., etc. Definition, divine spirit is humanity. Now, over the past several years, there has been a great and powerful movement by the patriots and others to take back our unalienable rights. Pronouns as unalienable or said not alienable right. This means no one can take these from us as per the Bible and our forefathers to stand up the republic once again and dissolve the U.S. corporation and rid ourselves of the banking cartels who direct the central bank wars for their profit. On October 21st, 2012, a group of living, breathing men and women meet with a specific intent to reseat our federal government. They reseat our United States of America as a sovereign nation once again. Along with that comes the reinstatement of the contract between federal and union states or nation states. We the people stand once again under the de jure constitutional government, republic form of government, which represents the people of this great land known as United States of America. And the offices that have sat vacant since March 27, 1861 are now being filled with men and women from this nation. Damn straight. By the political will of the people, we hereby claim the following. Revocation of all unconstitutional acts, treaties, proclamations, etc. since March 27, 1861. That's a lot of them. The law of the land is Geneva and King James Bible, common law, articles of confederation, the organic constitution of 1789, the bill of rights of 1791, the Northwest ordinance, and these laws apply to all 50 nation states. The U.S. corporation is confined to the geographical area called the District of Columbia, and the U.S. corporation is physically bound to the White House equals CEO office and Capitol building equals board of directors office. The U.S. Corporation has no authority over the people or lands of the United States of America and the people or land of the District of Columbia. Now, the revocation of all adhesion contracts constructed by the U.S. Corporation due to their fraudulent actions against the people. The IRS and Federal Reserve are associated with the U.S. Corporation and IMF, which have no authority to operate on the lands of the United States of America. And the de jure constitutional government declares martial law over the U.S. Corporation. 
and the land known as Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. will be patrolled by the United States military and militias of the states assigned to do so. Folks, do you understand why the fencing went up in D.C.? It wasn't Congress and the corporate rats in D.C. putting it up for their own protection. You realize that, right? See, the people that were tr- that are trying to push that narrative, either A, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, or B, they are batting for the other side trying to create disinformation. Those fences were to keep those people in. They, they, there was martial law declared on those corporate rats. Do you understand what's happening, folks? Last sentence of this public notice. We, the people, will consider criminal charges against all the actors, agents, and their supporting staff as far back as necessary. It is the political will of we, the people. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes the entire notice to principal is notice to agent. Notice to agent is notice to principal. This is the notice that went to those offices and to the military. Oh, believe me, the mainstream media will also be involved. You know, they will be in this grouping as well in these criminal charges because they are agents. They're actors. And this is where you can cue the contempt of the Constitution, which has no statutes of limitation. So we can go back as long as we have ability to prove so. We have the ability to go back and prosecute all of these criminals. So don't lose hope, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of scuttlebutt out there and a lot of people, you know, with big personalities and big followings trying to push that state national garbage. Remember, if they charge for it, run the other direction because, again, the republic is never was never meant to profit off of. Okay? Just like Jesus Christ walking around spreading God's word. Healing. And performing miracles. He didn't charge for any of that. Do you want to know why? Because that is something that was gifted by God. That was never meant to be something to profit off of and to charge. Jesus did all of that for free. Well, just like restoring this republic, if you have people out there that are doing seminars, charging $450 to status correct, don't waste your money and don't waste your time. And if you do, well, I hate to say it, but I guess you get what you deserve because not only are you going to lose a lot of time and a lot of money, but you're also going to lose a lot of rights and possibly be considered a domestic terrorist, to be quite honest with you. Just listen to my yesterday, you know, to the show from yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. Remember, folks, the people that are pushing the state national 
ask yourself this question. Could they be getting paid off by someone higher up above them so they can subvert the real progress of the assembly of we the people returning to self-governance? Ask yourself, these people who are influencers, where did they get their money from? How are they able to afford all of these things? You're telling me somebody went from, you know, nothing to being an overnight sensation, making tons and tons of money in just a few years as a podcaster and a truth teller? Come on. This sort of thing takes some time to build up. Who's paying them on the back end? That's my question. Who's paying some of these people? Because I guarantee you, not all their income is coming from advertisements and sponsors and on the podcast and selling t-shirts and, and flags. I don't buy it. Sure, one could supplement their income pretty pretty healthy, and but still have to work a regular day job until you know you reach a certain status to where you can become extremely you know big enough to where you know you might be able to earn an income and be able to do this full time. But you know, again, there's got to be big money backing some of these people that's pushing the national you know state national nonsense. Be very, very careful who you listen to. Ask for discernment from God. Pray for discernment. And yes, that also includes this show as well. Ask God for discernment. Destry was just saying right here in the chat, status correction is the latest ploy to prevent the lawful assemblies from growing. Those behind it know that anyone who removes themselves from original jurisdiction cannot lawfully participate in the assembly. That's right. And unfortunately, the Vatican is the root of stopping the assembly. Why do you think that public notice I just got done reading? It addressed Pope Francis in an apostolic letter. on July 11th, and it was made effective September 1 of 2013. There's a lot of money that's being put behind these groups to you know, subvert the progress of the we, the people, being able to reseat these seats that sat vacant since 1861, ladies and gentlemen. They understand what will come when we get all of our states. All right. Let's say a quick prayer. Hold on one second here. I'm like messing myself up here. Hold on. There we go. All right. Let's say a quick prayer and then we're going to close this out. All right. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so very much for another day of life and good health. We pray for this nation and we pray for our sovereignty and our freedom gets restored sooner than later. We pray that we can get our three quarters of our states, the 38 states that we need. Help us grow. Help we, the people, walk that path you need us to walk. And be that shining light. We need to return the original jurisdiction. We need to get you back also at the top of that throne and centered in this country, in the heart of this country. I think that's where a lot of it went wrong. A lot of people turn their back away from you. Well, we're going to start facing and turning back towards you. 
We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all I have for you guys today. Remember, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy will not succeed. Like Nancy said here in the, in the chat board, we're not giving up. Destry said, until the people wise up and ignore the serpent, you know, the, uh, the serpent's silver tongue, we will have a difficult time assembling. We need to, we need to get, we, we need to get moving on this folks. No more dilly dallying. All right. I hope you all have a good night, good evening, good day, wherever you're at in the world. And we will be back here tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow's, uh, let's see. Nope, nope, forgive me. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I thought tomorrow was Thursday. Never mind. I was going to say tomorrow is going to be an earlier show, but that would be Thursday. So I hope you all have a great day or night, wherever you're at in the world. And uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. All right. God bless. Time to wake Time to up. Wake <laughs> <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share this Podbean link to at least 10 friends and family members. We have a duty to restore God in our hearts, our families, and our marriages, and in this country. It starts with you, and it ends with you. We provide the blueprint for a rock-solid foundation towards freedom and sovereignty. Be a part of this rock-solid foundation. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. And out for now. For more information, please visit www.hishardline.com.